This is Miss Ayanna Burnett with Reflections from the Red Chair. Greetings, great ones. All right. Today, I'm about to put my clinical hat on as I want to do some education around the mental health diagnosis of post-traumatic stress disorder, right? Time to address some stigma, y'all. First things first, PTSD, post-traumatic stress disorder, is real. I repeat, PTSD is real. It is real. And because it is real, it is not something that will just cure itself. It will not just go away and cure itself, right? What is PTSD? PTSD is the way in which our mind, body, and spirit responds to a traumatic situation that overwhelms us emotionally. It totally throws off our emotional system and overrides any and everything that we know such that we find it almost impossible in that moment to cope. So we do the best that we can to get through that moment. However, it's like it gets locked in to the body. It gets locked into the cells. And so therefore there becomes this bigger reaction and an attempt to defend and to avoid from that emotional injury happening again. I hope you guys are able to follow me with that, right? So for that reason, as PTSD is the result of experiencing a trauma, then no, it does not just happen to soldiers. Trauma is a very personal experience to each person. Anything that we may or the individual experiences as emotionally overwhelming and discombobulating like to it just completely short circuits that internal system that internal coping system that is a trauma so trauma has to be defined by the individual right so literally there can be a spectrum of events that can be a trauma for one person but not another right What do I want to say today? What I really, really, really want to impart in this episode is PTSD does not get healed by controlling triggers. Rather, PTSD gets healed by addressing or rather managing the response to one's triggers. What does this mean, right? 
when one finds that they are amidst the symptoms of PTSD, then it is not unusual that one way of reacting, right, is to just avoid whatever those situations are that bring up those feelings within oneself, right? So if someone has PTSD due to, um, what's an example, say some type of, um, an event that took place within a large crowd, for example, right? So let's say they had some atrocity that happened to them in a group. So now this person moving forward avoids being in groups because then if they are not in groups, you know, or large groups, then they find that they can maintain their sense of calm and ease. Um, Whereas they get overwhelmed and may become anxious, become fearful and feel emotionally unsafe when they're in groups. So, you know, initially what they might think it's just okay that, oh, well, then I just won't be around groups, right? Or then when they find themselves around groups, then they blame the group um, for that reaction or, or blame the fact that they ended up around a group. And then thus, you know, they kind of retreat. That's not an effective method of long-term healing right? Because triggers are of the nature that they can begin to expand. You know, it's like the idea of someone gets, uh, has a bad experience and they are robbed or violated in some type of way by a person wearing a red shirt. Now for them, the color red can be a trigger. Or now, you know, maybe that particular style of shirt on a person can be a trigger or definitely red shirts can be a trigger, right? How many people right on the planet are probably going to end up wearing red? And how many people on the planet at some point in time are going to be wearing red shirts? Like, you know, you're going to find yourself just naturally by the law of probability running into situations, right, that are going to involve your triggers. So this is why I say again, we do not actually heal PTSD by avoiding our triggers. We will even go to extremes sometimes to say, hey, the people around us need to be aware. And, you know, you be so aware that there are certain things that you do or you don't do when you are around me because I know that that would become a trigger, right? And then if they do do it, we blame them. We blame them. You knew not to do so-and-so because, you know, I'm, I'm, I have these symptoms of, of PTSD. And we will make these accommodations for our loved ones, right? And why wouldn't we? I get it. But this is the thing. That's not healing. That is not healing. That is avoidance. That is when we are not doing the work to be able to desensitize ourselves to the triggers because the minute that we desensitize ourselves and and do the work yes possibly going and getting professional help right because we become versed and trained in various techniques that can help you to gradually desensitize so you can gradually expand your ability to hold all of that pain that emotional pain that was cultivated from going through that experience that just threw you 
for a loop, right? Even you couldn't even fathom or understand what was happening at that moment. It just goes beyond all realm of, of understanding, all realm of previous experience and puts you completely in this emotional spin, right? It's, it's, it's a lot, man. And it's real. Again, I repeat, PTSD is real. We may be looking at someone and saying, oh, that's not a big deal. Like, why? What's going on with you? Like, you should be. No, for that particular person, if it reminds them of a previous traumatic experience that they had, then it's real. And not only is it real, then they owe it to themselves. We owe it to ourselves to be able to open up the space, to to encourage them to seek professional help because they do not have to walk around for the rest of their lives being triggered in this way or thinking that they have to avoid these various circumstances in order to keep from feeling bad. PTSD can be resolved. It can be healed because the individual can indeed expand and learn and grow to manage their response to that memory, to that body memory. There are actually even energetic practices, right? Such as Reiki, which I'm a Reiki master for this very reason, to help move that energy in the body, to diffuse it. Right? EMDR is another really good technique at doing that, right? Where you really diffuse the emotion and the, the emotional energy, the charge that is associated with that event that thus gets trickled over, right? Or expands into these various triggers that kind of flip it on. So I repeat. Let's put the stigma down, put the judgment down, right? Even the self-judgment. There is nothing wrong with seeking mental health support. Nothing. We are, it has been said, right? We are spiritual beings having a human experience. That we are actually spirit first. Spirit is what is energy, What are emotions? Energy. What are thoughts? Thoughts are things. They're energy, right? So even if you're going to a psychotherapist, right? I had this elder drop knowledge on me when I was in Atlanta, Georgia, doing my internship, you know, for becoming a psychotherapist. was like, yo, what are you doing? And I told dude, I was like, I am, you know, doing my, my internship to become a psychotherapist. And he broke it down. He was like, oh, psycho spirit therapist you are a therapist of the spirit psychotherapy therapy of the spirit now don't get me wrong my profession i think sometimes has even forgotten that that's what we do but how about this i claim today that that is the role that i serve in And there are many talented therapists of the spirit out there who help individuals to shift and to manage their internal worlds. That is nothing 
to be ridiculed for or to look to be looked down upon for right because most diseases of the physical start first because there are imbalances and distortions within the emotional and mental bodies so if we are really being responsible for our well-being why not address it first right when it's happening on the mental and emotional level on a higher level why is it that we want to wait for it to manifest as a physical dis-ease no y'all that is backwards I'm telling you, I'm passionate about this right now. And I hope that you're hearing this in my voice. This is why I I love what I do. Because it's powerful. And necessary. To do our work. Our spiritual work. Our soul work. And, you know, the divine's work is often done through other people. So when we are really aligning ourselves, we will find that literally infinite spirit will send us to other people and allow them to be filled with the divine knowing and wisdom that is needed to help move us forward. So why is there even such thing as resistance? When you know that your heart is calling you to seek out support and another person and another expression, extension of source, there's no shame in that ever. Let's do the work. Let's heal. Until next time, be light.